And we're back. Welcome back to the Too Cool for School J. Coolman podcast. I'm your host, Jay Coolman. Now, it's been a while since we've been on the air, and I made an executive decision. I will no longer be doing podcasts alone. I'll be joined uh, permanently by my guy, Kyle Meyer, who you've seen in a couple podcasts. Kyle, how's it going today? Uh, it's good to be back on the podcast. Yep. Uh, how's it feel that I just made the announcement you'll be permanent on the podcast? Well, this is the first time I'm finding out, too, so... Kind of yeah. excited. Yeah, I thought of it, and I figured, you know, let's make Kyle the guy. So, because it's awkward talking by just yourself, by myself. Yeah. So, here's Kyle. Now, Kyle, we got a lot of news to get caught up on. We do, we do. The first thing being, and this, this hurt fantasy owners a ton in fantasy football, Kareem Hunt. The release of Kareem Hunt from Kansas City. Now, if you guys don't know, Kyle's going to explain to you kind of what happened with Kareem Hunt, and then we're going to get into some of the details. So basically, he got into an altercation with a, a female at a hotel. Nothing serious, but I do not condone domestic violence or assault of any kind, especially against women. Um, not as bad as Ray Rice or some of the other ones, but right. there's still a shove and a kick. And uh, NFL law enforcement did investigations back in February, but nothing was concluded from those. Obviously, then the video comes out, right. and... We get he gets put on the exempt list by the commissioner and then ultimately released by the Chiefs for apparently lying to them about the incident. Right. Now, if you're the Chiefs, would you have released him? I think this day in the NFL, they get a really bad rap with domestic violence. I think it was the move for the Chiefs. But I believe it could have been avoided had the NFL had just sorted out the situation back in February, gave him a suspension, some anger management classes, you know, the works, and move on past it afterwards hopefully he becomes better for it changes happens again he's out of the league if not he becomes a model citizen for the game right so my thing is is when adrian peterson had his whole issue they dealt with it right away right away right away so why do not deal with the kareem hunt situation right away I, I, that's my question. It's I, just like the Ray Rice incident. They chose right. not to deal with it right away. The video comes out. The public finally knows the extent of the situation. And the NFL has to save face. Right, and I kind of hated it. I kind of hate how the NFL went about this. I honestly hate that the Chiefs released Cream Hunt. You know, Cream Hunt. It was an altercation, and like I said, like Kyle said, I don't condone any violence toward women. I have three sisters, and I really think it's disgusting. It's a disgusting and brutal act, but. With that being said, I believe in second chances. I do too. I do. This was the first altercation he's had. I say the, a suspension, a six-game, eight-game suspension. The NFL needs to come up with a suspension protocol for domestic violence exactly. fully. They have had some things in place, but they've never actually fully laid out the rules. Exactly. And I think that needs to be done. And that's a sad thing that the NFL is getting to where they have to lay out rules, rules for domestic violence. It is. It really is. But that's what's happening. The thing I don't like is obviously it was an incident that should have been dealt with different by Kareem. Right. It wasn't as bad as people make it out to be, but it still is worthy of a suspension and a reprimand reprimandation and i just think it went was dealt with the wrong way from the start by all parties right and i i just really i feel for the chiefs because this is the last thing they need to think about is kareem hunt they're in the middle of a super bowl run exactly. they're looking to be the top seed in the afc 
And I think the last thing they need is for their best running back to get their suspended. Their Pro Bowl running back to, to be get suspended. suspended and then ultimately have no choice but to release him. Now, Spencer Ware is a serviceable guy, he, but he's no Kareem Hunt. No. He's no Kareem Hunt, and now what do they have? They have Tyreek Hill. They have Tyreek Hill as a weapon, which that's also an interesting you got to bring up with this. Is Tyreek Hill, out of college, obviously had the domestic violence I'm case, totally regulation, yep. and everything. Uh, yep. Three years probation, everything like that. And uh, you keep him on the team. What must much worse case? I'm not saying that just because what he did was worse means right. Kareem is fine by no right. means, but you just gotta look and be like, well, you got some dudes on our team that have done way worse and we're nothing. Right. I personally, yeah, I feel for the Chiefs. Um, Kareem Hunt. Personally, I don't care what what happens. I do not feel bad for anything no. you did, Kareem Hunt. I think it's a dirty act. It's a completely um, immature act on his part. But that shows how immature some of the players can be. I do believe college. he'll be back in the league. I think though. so too. I hope he gets a second chance. I hope he utilizes it. And I hope so too. Doesn't ever become involved in an incident like this ever again. Well, let's think about some of the guys in the, the running backs in the NFL right now. The guy I call, ha ha, Elvin Kamara. Elvin Kamara. Okay, Elvin Kamara got in trouble multiple times in Alabama. Yeah. Got a chance at junior college. Came back. He's cleaned up his act. One of the best running. Backs One of the best running backs now. in the game. You know, and a lot of these players, but you have players like Joe Mixon, Joe out Mixon, of college. yep, same out of Mixon, situation. same situation. So Joe Mixon, they got second chances, but then you got players like Ray Rice didn't get a second chance. Didn't, that's a case where he didn't deserve. He didn't one. deserve it, right? That's a completely like completely knocking out your fiance, dragging you out into a hallway. That's right. Now, does Colin Kaepernick deserve a second chance? I don't think he did anything no, wrong to not I don't think to, so to either. get rid of his first chance. Right. Ka- Kaepernick has done nothing wrong no. but stand up for issue or a cause he believes in that makes the NFL look Free bad. Free speech. Free speech. Exactly. And, and no, even though you can't prove it, I do believe it's an unspoken rule among the owners that you do not sign Kaepernick. Right. I really do. So now let's get off this topic of Kareem Hunt. Um, let's get into the big game this week, at least for Vikings fans. You know, it's it's a huge game for us. We're second in the north. We're a game and a half behind the Bears. And which we're going to play him again, so right. we have room to cover that game. And gap. the Bears are without, without Mitch Trubisky again. they got to rely on Chase Daniel. Who are they really playing this week? The, they're playing... I don't know who they're playing. I guess we'll look it up quick. I think they are playing the... I want to say the, the Dolphins. Are they playing the Dolphins They're this playing week? the Giants. The Giants. So that's another winnable game with Chase Daniels. Yes. Obviously last week, nail-biter with the Lions. Right. And the, the Giants have no defense. The only they thing they have is offense, and the Bears' defense is unreal. And so, even their offense, they got Eli Manning at the quarterback, who one week can play like Eli Manning, but then the other week he will play right. like the true Eli Manning. Right. So the Vikings, this is not a must-win, but... Next kind week's of is a must-win. Must well, Next it's not week. a must-win. You lose right. to the Patriots. Yeah. yeah. But we need to beat the Seahawks. We need that's oh. going to be a big game in the wild card race. Two road games, two road games in a row is going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Um, I think it's doable though with our team, right. the way Zimmer runs it, especially in football. When you think of other games, road trips, back to backs on the road, staying in hotels, buses, flights. Football, you get a week off. Yep, you're Top. flying out on Saturday practicing, yep. and everyone's talking about the coast to coast. That doesn't matter. No, it especially doesn't. You when we week. play Monday night. We play Monday night. It's not next week. It's yeah. not a huge deal. Um, we do have a top five rush defense, right? And they do, they don't run the ball as much. Tom like, Brady isn't looking, he's still Tom Brady, right. but this year he's 65% completion rate. And they Yards got, are a little low, touchdowns are a little low, interceptions are a little higher than he's used to. And they got two running backs that I like, and Sonny Michelle and 
uh, James White, but they throw to him a lot. And they got a lot of offense. And weapons. what struggle? What Vi- the Vikings struggle at is covering the running back. Checkdowns, tight yep. end dumps, just yep. things away from where the play starts is what we really struggle. And with. And we know they have Gronk. Gronk's big. He's strong. He's a Tide Pod guy. Um, you think we'd be, have to be keying in this yeah. week? We're not going to have to worry about Tom Brady running the ball like Trubisky or some of those nope. other quarterbacks, so we can kind of spy a little bit more on Gronk and uh, Josh Gordon. Right. All them. Now let's look at let's go look at the inactives list, and there's two big question marks for the Vikings. The first of which being Stephon Diggs. Stephon questionable. Diggs, of he'll play. I think. He'll I think play. he will too. Then you got Rhodes, a mild hamstring that Zimmer put it as a very, very mild hamstring. And he's but saying he's saying he, they're both will play. That's what Zimmer's saying. Obviously, so yeah, you kind of want to put him on the right. inactive list. It's, you got, it's, you're going against Bill Belichick, right. the mastermind of what it means to be an NFL coach. And Bill Belichick, he's putting guys on the inactive list that he knows he'll will play. He does that all the time. Yeah. Except they don't have really anyone on the inactive list Just except for like backup tight end yeah. Wayne Allen, and he's out. He'll yeah. he's not going to play. But the thing about it is, is you got Diggs and Rhodes. We saw when Stephon Diggs was out last time, what happened? We had no offensive firepower. No offensive firepower. They, I, I love Adam Thielen. He's one yeah. of the best wide receivers in the league. But without Diggs or even a second star right. wide receiver, he, it is tough for him to play. Right. And now you got – and then Zay, you know, I like Trey Wayne's. I like what Trey Wayne's has done. But, you know, Mike Hughes is down – uh, Mackenzie Alexander might yeah. not play. You got so many question marks that you need your guy. Yeah. You need Zay Rhodes to match up on Josh Gordon. He does have a he's Zay Rhodes has been having a year a little bit off of what he usually right. has. He's right. had a couple issues back with pass interference. But I think covering, what, but I think he's still a top notch quarterback. But I think what has happened, he's been injured with his yeah, leg, leg and stuff. With his ankle, he's been playing through it. So I but I think he's been late I still on a couple think steps. He'll be able to show up in those big games. I think so, so too. I think so too. I think then you got players like Braden Zilstra, that who's not going to play. Yeah, but again, those aren't those are injuries. But him and Chad Beebe being injured isn't the worst thing for the Vikings. The only person that cares about Braden Zilstra's playing is Jake Maygard. So Jake Maygard. I think, yeah. Um. So I think overall the Vikings have a chance, but it's gonna be a it's gonna be a real it's gonna be a war down and one in the trenches. Yep. Um. It's going to depend on a lot how our defensive or defense plays and how our obviously defense and offense two most important parts of the game, but this is going to be a big test for them. Tom Brady's only lost four games at at their home in December. Yeah. Four games his whole career, and do I can't remember a time where the Vikings have actually beat the Patriots. No, I, you can't. I can't tell you a time. With Tom Brady, I can't exactly. tell you that. It's uh, it's going to be a real Kirk Cousins. The one positive, he does play well on the road compared to home. For some reason, right? I think and, uh, I think we have a good shot, but I also am nervous. I'm nervous. It's a yeah. it's a big game. It's a three p.m. game again. I hate. I love playing at noon. I love I to. You don't have to do anything in the morning. Right. You get stuff done in the afternoon. Three o'clock. It's like, well, I don't want to start anything before the game. Right. By the time it's over, it's six o'clock. Right. Now, it's just I'm nervous. I'm nervous. I think we got a chance. Now, if me and Kyle are a little distracted. It's because they're watching this Oklahoma-Texas game. They're tied at 27th, end of the third. Um, Sam Ellinger just went down, scored a touchdown, but now Oklahoma's driving. Anywho, the next topic we want to talk about is... Obviously, the Timberwolves. The T-Pups. Now, the Timberwolves got rid of the cancer we call Jimmy, Jimmy Buckets. Butler. Jimmy and Butler. I, 
I just want to, for the record, on this podcast, when that, that trade broke, I was angry about it. We were both we got. pissed. I can honestly be the first one to admit that I was wrong we about We were both the trade. wrong. We were both wrong. I Roko, Roko's and a beast. Roko and Sarek weren't going to do much for us, but... Uh, Roko's been absolutely balling, and Sarek's been a good addition to the team. Now, I'm going to make I'm gonna make a bold statement. A bold statement right now. Either this year or next year, Robert Covington will be third-team NBA. Third-team All-NBA. I think he's got the... He's already got the defensive. He's already going to be an All-NBA defensive. Right. He's but, an absolute... He's exactly what we needed in the Jimmy Butler he gets, trade. He gets to be... I love Cat, right? Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But Roko gets to be the guy now. He, he gets to be the at guy. At least on defense. Yes. He's, but, which is great because Towns, obviously, as everyone knows, doesn't play that well at defense. So when no. he messes up, Roko's there to help. Yeah. It can allow Cat to run that fast break with Rose or Tyus or Teague. And uh, it's really been working well for our offense as well. No. I don't think we had a stat for how we've done without Jimmy Butler. Do we? Do we have that stat? Um, I don't. I just have our November and October splits. Well, how have um, we been doing in November? Offense, we're down, obviously. Yep. Defense, we're actually up. We're yeah. number one defense in the league since uh, Jimmy Butler has left, which if you're Tom Thibodeau, that's exactly what you needed. You're on the hot seat after the Butler trade, talks yep. of getting fired. I think if we can keep this player for the season, uh, Thibs isn't going anywhere. Who did we blow out? The Spurs. Yeah, we blew Covington out the Covington had a plus-minus of 44, which is absolutely... If anyone doesn't know plus-minus, basically how many points you score on the floor compared when you're on the court compared to the other team. So, Right. Which is an insane stat. I think it was like the third highest in T-Wolves history. Don't mind my clicking. I'm sorry. I'm trying to find the Mankato game. Uh, but anyway, I think the T-Wolves have done... They've they've greatly exceeded our expectations since the 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 Butler trade. Absolutely, I think I think when we when we first found out about this the deal, you and I were both hurt. Very because I, I was Jimmy, mad we didn't take the Josh Richardson trade. Yep, and I didn't know you when we got Jimmy. I had no idea nope. who you were. But then when we when you you know when we became friends, we bonded over the NBA, mm-hmm. obviously and. We both loved buckets. How many we games? Did, how many games did we watch? We watched a lot of Tim Rose games together last year. We, we went did. to a lot of Tim Rose games. We did four. went to what four of them, four. including and, the one before the Super Bowl. And how did Jimmy? Jimmy played in most of them. He most was hurt for a couple. I what, think for the second, the, third one, the third one he didn't play. But when he was yeah. he, last year, he did seem to love Minnesota being here. Right. Obviously, things change and everything, but. I don't regret trading for Butler. I think we had a fun year last year. Right. It was fun to get into the playoffs and right. see what Butler brought. To see, to see, like when when me and Noah had our season tickets last year, there were so many kids that sat next to us because those two seats were open yeah. and people would buy them. And I sat so many, so next to so many little kids who you could see the joy in their faces. They seeing, they'd never known Timberwolves guys, basketball they before Butler, right? And we knew them. We've known them with the days of Al Jefferson oh, and Pekovic, Pekovic, and Ricky Rubio and, Ricky Johnny Rubio and Johnny Flynn. We, we've known all of these were. I remember had, the KG trade right away. It was devastating. It was like I cried. We, we don't have K. The one guy that is Timberwolves basketball, Kevin Garnett, was gone. I cried. I it cried. Was a, it was a sad day for Minnesota basketball for sure. The days of him and Moss. Right. Basically, the early 2000s, late 90s, any remembrance of those was gone. Right. I was hurt. I was really hurt, but I think 
I think I like what direction we're going in right now. I do too. I think if we don't make the playoffs, which I hope we can sneak in, I really do. But I really think that we can get a good pick in the draft if we don't make the playoffs. And I think we can maybe sign someone in free agency. Right. And there's going to be... There's going to be a loaded free agent market. There's going to be a loaded free agent and loaded draft. I'm not saying, oh my, yes. I'm not saying we've got to go out there and pick a Kevin Durant and get a Zion Williamson, but, but we're definitely going to get a good player in the draft because there's going to be even second rounders there that are going to be good. insane. Do you know who I really like coming out of college? I'll, I'll tell you, this is this is a Minnesota take. I know I'm a Minnesota guy, but Jordan Murphy. Jordan Murphy, Jordan really? Murphy. He had 17 boards last night. He is a rebounding machine. He rebounded machine, and that's the thing that the t will struggle at, but... Overall, I like what we're doing so far this season without buckets now. That is true. So when we come back, we're going to discuss a little Tim, our twins talk with our guest, Jake Magard. We're going to see if we can get him in here quick and talk about that. We will be back. Um, this has been Jake and Kyle. We'll be right back. <laughs> 